This week's topic puts the war in Star Wars. We're talking about Rogue One. How Star Wars is it? Hello! I'm Josiah Robinson. I'm Mike Gospel. And uh, you're listening to How Star Wars Is It? Let's just do that like every five minutes. Uh-huh. Really, like, it's like, um, you know, the theme song for the show you're already watching. Mm-hmm. Um, just like again and again, really to remind you. Right. Some good branding, you know? Yeah. It's, this, is, this is the podcast where we talk about movies or TV shows or whatever it may be. Um, and we don't rate it on how good it is. We read it on how Star Wars it is. That's right. And what does that mean? Well, <laughs> who fucking knows? Yeah. Go listen to the last three episodes. Here's here's what it means. <laughs> and it, here's our elevator pitch. Yes, here it is. You take anything that has the name Star Wars on it, mm-hmm. you boil it all up into a pot. Mm-hmm. That's a chili. That's our Star, Star Wars, Wars chili. chili. And oh. that's a 100%. That's a 10 out of 10 Star Wars. Because I... it is all Star Wars. How Star Wars is one thing compared to the control group, the chili. And I, I really want... A lot of merch that just said Star Wars chili. Oh, I want that. And it's so like mad. a big old bowl. It's like a big old pot, and there's like a little Jar Jar head uh-huh. peeking out. And there's like a lightsaber, and shredded cheddar, and sour cream. <laughs> yeah, there's just there's like a cornbread, like actual cornbread, uh-huh. right next to it. Yeah. Um, and but that's what we're doing. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what we're doing. And this week we're talking about. So we've done the first original uh, trilogy, done mm-hmm. the first prequel. We've done the first of the sequel trilogy. And this is, and the, this first is the first of the one-off spin-off. spin-off movies that do not uh, take place in any of the trilogies. Right. They are their own thing. If Star Wars was Everybody Loves Raymond, this is King of Queens. <laughs> Wait, are you implying that King of Queens and Everybody Loves Raymond it, exist in the same universe? The, the Kevin James character was like one of Ray's friends. Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was like no. entirely unexplored, but they were like, "Yeah, you're a show now." I, I hate that. I feel like I that was one that. of the last sort of like sitcom. Oh God, that's the so spinoffy things like they did back in the days of like the Gary Marshall shows. Right. Um, you know what I thought of the other day that made me really sad, and uh, this is in regards to Kevin James, and I just really just want to get this out there. Yeah. So okay. Adam Sandler mm-hmm. released some special on Netflix that I yeah, did not watch. I didn't either. But my roommate, old roommate, watched it. And I walked in, and there was an entire song that was like kind of a tr- touching tribute to Chris Farley. Right. Um, and it was n- not not like there were some jokes in it, but it was mostly just him talking about how like he misses his friend Chris Farley, uh-huh. which is he was still around. Cause, and like, but then this is what got me. One of the lines was like something, something, blah, blah, blah. If you're like, we'd be making Grown Ups 3. And I was mm. like, if Chris Farley was still around. Yeah, Kevin James wouldn't exist. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like. It's like Marty McFly. Like, yes. If, like if Chris Kevin Farley. Kevin James would disappear. Like Kevin James would probably still be like, because they did stand up originally or whatever. Sure. Um, And he might still be your king of queens. Right. But would Kevin James be in this sort of Sandler verse of like the Happy Madison films. Right. That are all like really bad. And, and become like one of the big stars of today maybe he would be in these better movies or something like would you have would he be paul blart or would chris farley be paul blart and would we all still like chris farley or would the fact that he was in all these shitty adam sandler movies now make him also the what we know what we now think of as kevin James. james and that made me so sad to think that like okay chris farley could have been this like 
uh, castrated, kind of nothing broad. Yeah. Like, like if he was still around today, he yeah. probably probably would be like, he sucks. Yeah, interesting. And we think also, that about all those other guys, Rob yes. Schneider and David Spade. Yeah, and, and Adam Sandler, <laughs> Adam like everyone, Sandler. everyone who was like on yeah. SNL or like these comedians the at that same boys time of SNL. were are they suck now because yeah. they've stopped trying. And like, would Chris Farley probably? He probably did be the same thing with them. Yeah, and it I don't made know. me it made me so sad to think that like. Adam Sand- like Chris Farley dies and Adam Sandler's like making all these movies and he's like we needed a kind of fat guy yeah because that's what Chris Farley was and then they get Kevin James who's a gifted physical actor and a pretty sure. funny stand up in his own right yeah but is in these crappy movies and I'm like does Kevin know that deep in its heart in his heart in the heart of things he is a shade yeah of a of a replacement yeah for Chris Farley Interesting. and that made me so sad anyways said I I would almost rather talk about that alternate future slash reality than go into much depth on of Rogue, uh, One, Rogue at One. You know, uh, while we're just before we button that topic up, my friends uh, Marie Maloney and Robert Bacon, also Chicago improv people, have a podcast called uh, Adam Sandler. Please stop. <laughs> And I, I, I am not ultra, ultra familiar with it, but I think like they have like a running list of like their Adam Sandler movies ranked or their Adam Sandler like projects, like they've done everything. Mm -hmm. And then I think their sort of spinoff podcast, or maybe it's still under the same name of Adam Sandler, please stop is, um, Kevin James never start or something like that. (laughs) Shout out to Bacon and Marie. I need to go be a guest on that podcast with my new theory. Cause that's the thing. Would. Okay, we have to stop talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so Rogue One. Rogue One. <laughs> here's here's Rogue One. We just watched a four-minute recap of it on YouTube <sighs> because we were both like, what the fuck happens in that movie? You know why? I, uh, here's, here's, a, here's a perfect facet of Star Wars. It, yeah. a, a 10 out of 10, how Star Wars is it? Um, you leave the theater and you, like, know what happened. Yes, you should know like, what happened. In terms of like lack of subtlety, this movie does not have that lack of subtlety. No, it's I, like complicated. Yes, and and it's 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 sort of a here's a sort of Star Wars staple. It answers a bunch of questions we weren't asking, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the the now nine or ten movies that have come out thus far, those boiled into this chili. I feel like ought to carry a little more weight than things like some random ass comic or yeah. like a book. Yeah, there, there's, there's a, it's weighted. Yeah, yeah it's a weighted because average. like all of those, those expanded universe things do this thing, which is like go into like mind-numbing detail of shit we weren't curious about. You yeah. know, like um, uh, we it, we go to like ten planets yes, in this movie, that's, and and, it, and they like put a little like title in the lower third of the screen to tell us like you're on a new planet now. Uh-huh. Like this was the first time I was ever at a Star Wars movie going like that's n- new, that's different, uh-huh. that's weird, but not in a like. Um, they're changing uh, the rules of like the characters or anything. It was just sort of like, oh, you're using a different format, a different and, filmmaking technique, and they kind of needed to to not be like yes. in the Skywalker saga. But it was just sort of like, oh god, I don't care about any of this. I was remember <laughs> yes, watching that recap. I was remembering what seeing the movie uh-huh. and and also thinking like. We are moving fast. Fast. And oh there is a God. lot of there's a lot of information being thrown at me. Yeah. And I am I am we are on multiple different locations yeah. within the first like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. And some of some of which we never go back to. Mm-mm. And uh, we meet a lot of characters mm-hmm. very quickly whose mm-hmm. names we immediately forget. Right. As proven by the game we played <laughs> last episode. And 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 this is uh, I think and I think this is why it is uh, not that Star Wars, but also is a pretty decent war movie. Because I was thinking that, like, because uh, that's what this is. This yeah. is this is a war movie. It was what they really said, like, this is going to be the war movie. Yeah, um, which 
it is in, it, it in a is. lot of ways. Yeah. Because I'm it's thinking bleak. it's very bleak, and I'm thinking like of the war movies I've seen recently, and I couldn't tell you any of the characters' names in those. Sure, that's a good point. I saw Dunkirk. Uh-huh. That was oh. a great film. Yeah. I don't know who any of them. Yeah. I know Harry Styles yeah. and uh, Harry Tom Styles Hardy. and all those other like sh- like kind of thin British white like, boys little with boys, brown hair. Like, like you couldn't even hardly tell in a lot of scenes like which, which one, one was Harry which? Styles. Yeah, and I, I honestly didn't realize that was Harry Styles uh-huh. until the end, and I was like, holy wait, what the fuck? Yeah, is that he, Harry, he that was Harry Styles? So much like Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> he kind of. Actually... Oh wait, no, that's the guy who plays Gilderoy Lockhart, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh, isn't he? In wait, Kenneth Branagh plays Gilderoy Lockhart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? This is How Star Wars Is It, the only podcast <laughs> that goes into uh, Harry Potter sequel movies and... Uh, the Happy Madison Universe. The idea Mr. that, <laughs> that <Kevin laughs> Paul James. Blart could have been Chris Farley. I am... What the hell? I think. I'm not I think crazy, you're right. I? I'm In my mind right now, I'm looking at... It, uh, let me just pull it up. Hercule uh, Poirot. Hercule. Did you see that? Uh, no, I didn't see it, but I, I actually just listened to the audiobook of that. Uh-huh. And uh, it was Marie great. Marie on the Oni Express? Yeah. Um, I love it. The, the little gray sense. He's like yeah. a cool accent. Anyway. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Kenneth Branagh. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That is such an interesting casting choice. Yeah. Anyway. Great. He was great in that role. He's a good, like, he's um, a good actor. So, so okay. We get, so it is very much a war movie in that way. Uh, Which is a- kind of a new idea to Star Wars. And Star Wars is not afraid of new things. Right. But um, well, it's, it's, it's like a different, it, it, it's it's changing sort of like what the, what the, it could be. the thing is as opposed to like what ingredients it is you know yeah, like it was it's, served it's, on like a almost, different plate it's almost not a chill anymore it's like they uh-huh. they it's, they deconstructed it a little bit yeah. or they made it into a, a like a casserole yeah i don't know yeah it's it it is a that's one of the guys we, names in it too yeah casserole should we do <laughs> Cassian, should we do uh fours and against yeah let's separately do fours, should we really do four quick. first use okay. the fours Use use the fours, Mike. Okay. Um, things that are Star Wars about it. Mm-hmm. Also, not very subtle. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, like the the, it's very like the bad guys. That even though they're like there's like a new bad guy character, he's like very the Empire. Yeah, like, although I, I you know I say that there is like I mean you do have like Cassian at the beginning where he's like ooh this new good guy and he just like you know straight up kills his like informant or whatever which uh-huh. is like oh, right it's kind of morally gray but yeah no like the, there is some cool complexity and like m- m- the different character subtlety yeah but i feel like even it's a mixed bag i mean but uh, the fact that this takes a sort of small part of the star wars mythos and blows it up to look at it is like i, I think any time you look you're looking at a conflict that it's going to involve the empire and the rebellion in the Star Wars universe, it's not going to be very subtle. Sure. Because um, it, it was just not going to be. Because right. it's not. So the big bad machine and the, the little guy freedom yeah. fighters. Yeah. And so I think that's pretty Star Wars. I think the fact that we once again have to worry about the Death Star or a Death Star type machine is very Star Wars. Uh-huh. Um, the fact oh, that. Oh, yeah. It, there's a Death Star in every Star Wars. Yeah. The fact that we have to. Um, that we are sort of not necessarily coming up with something new whole cloth, but definitely, mm-hmm. just like you said earlier, f- going into that small thing that we didn't really need to know the background uh-huh. for, but are, we're going to be like, we're going to tell you the background Yeah, and in this. fact, it kind of made it worse. Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, yeah. the rebels in Star Wars were, like, they, they had some analyst at their Yavin base that was, like, 
hey, I think I, I've been poring over these Death Star plans for weeks, and I think I might have found a weakness. I yeah. think if we shoot a thing in there, we could blow it up. Whereas this was like, oh, oh, no, no, no. There wasn't, like, someone, like, working hard to, like, figure that out. A guy, like, sabotaged it from the beginning. Yes. I, I was like, When we were watching uh, that recap and I was being reminded of everything, I had that same thought. I was like, it is so... It is so less interesting to me. Yeah. The idea that there was someone on the inside. Yeah, the Death Star was a piñata all along. Yeah, it's like <laughs> well, yeah, they they found they found this, you know, scientist brought him in and, you know, for some reason thought he wouldn't do something bad. Right. I don't know. And the fact that he put in a weakness is so much less interesting to me than someone going through these plans uh-huh. and also the uh the hubris of a giant uh, you know, of the empire, right. To be like, we couldn't have made any mistakes, right? the The idea that they thought that it was impenetrable and right. they couldn't have made any mistakes, is, and then did make a little mistake, yes, is way more interesting right. than the idea that someone put in a mistake on purpose, right? And with the amount of people like living on the Death Star, let alone under the control of the empire, they hired one scientist under duress to build a thing for them, and they didn't put like a check in place of like, did you sabotage? This. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's not believable to yeah. me on several different levels. It's a goofy thing, and they could have just done like the um, he he, he could have um, Galen Urso could have told Jin Urso. God, I'm so bored, just like hearing I... <laughs> those names. Galen Urso could have told Jin Urso or whoever in the rebellion, hey, there's a there's a you this can be done. Right, there is a weakness. There, there's got to be. Right. It, there's got to be a, a way for exhaust to get out. Yes. But, so, but it couldn't. It didn't have to be like him having made like a self-destruct button that yes. they could push. And, and 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 this is, I think, what they tried to do to make it Star Wars have family ties, family blood, uh-huh. bonding thing. Yeah. To be like, oh, oh, the, your father. You yep. remember your father? Well, he, he he sacrificed a lot, and he put this thing in here, and now he's passing all this knowledge to you. Yeah. And like we didn't necessarily need that. I I like the father thing could have been still been there, but. The um, like he didn't have to be this noble like person who like purposely did this thing. Yeah, the right. idea that he's just like, oh, uh, I, I got I, yeah, pass this on to Jen. Yeah, um, let you guys know there is the possibility for a weakness, and then you have to find it yourself and go and figure it out and uh-huh. like send the transmission, all that stuff. But they didn't do that, this, and, and it makes and it less this interesting. All to me. is us kind of critiquing it as a movie. Um, where our frustrations are coming from is it did a very Star Wars thing, which was it went into a minute detail, exploded it up to answer questions we weren't asking, and then the answers then were a little unsatisfying. Yeah, so, and did like, the answers in a pretty bad way. We are saying simultaneously this that's a frustrating part of the movie, and it's it is a very Star Wars a very part Star of the Wars. movie. And, and the fact that they had to put like a, a, a family dynamic bloodline thing yes, in there, too. right. Also very Star kind Wars. Kind of force-fed it a little force bit. Force-fed a little bit, didn't yeah. necessarily need it. Honestly, didn't necessarily need any of that background thing. Like, Jin Erso could have. Fed. I uh, I like I heard that and I was like, is that something? Is that should we start a? When Anakin in Episode Two like uh, uh, force pushes the pear, pear and she's like, oh, that's force feeding. For- oh, so as soon as we get a Blue Apron sponsorship, we'll be oh, like, do you want to get gosh, force fed? Yeah. Some blue. Here's our some blue milk. Some blue milk. Hey, do you want blue milk? Blue milk pen. <laughs> um. Okay. So, the those things are fairly Star Wars about that movie. And of course, some obvious ones, R2-D2 and C-3PO make an appearance. Which is very important. Darth Vader's in there. Yes. Here's another very Star Wars thing that is somewhat, uh, despite being a very Star Wars thing, because it's prevalent in all the prequels, it's not something that you necessarily think of as a Star Wars thing, but a completely unnecessary use of CG for characters. Yeah. 
for in in the clones none of the clones were real they were all cg there's a there's a character in rogue one there are two in fact who the actors are now both since deceased but at the very least one of them had he still been alive would be like a complete like skeleton yeah uh, he already like was 90 yeah mi- like um oh, Jesus, they they I, it's, I, it's such a weird inconsistency. They have a actress play Mon Mothma, who's not the one from Return of the Jedi. Who looks she is exactly, the one from Episode 3. Who looks exactly like yeah. the Mon Mothma from Return of the Jedi. And then yet they... Uh, and they have, have someone... Different... And they have someone play Ad, uh, fucking... What's his name? It's a trap guy. Akbar. Admiral Akbar. Yeah. They got a fish playing him. Dude, is he in it? I don't know. Gosh, I think oh. he probably is. I feel like probably. he is, because I feel like I remember being like, oh. Anyway. So... But, and, and I will also... This yeah, inconsistent, and also, uh, I some people were like, "Oh wow, look at the CGI, it looks so good." But the the uncanny the uncanny oh, valley was there for me so the entire time. Scary. I I enjoyed the movie a lot more the second time because I wasn't like wondering the whole time. Like, did they get Peter Cushing? Well, he's, it, he's been dead for like twenty years. <laughs> well, I, I, I read about it beforehand, so I knew that oh, was you coming in, and okay. so like just watching it, I was like, I don't like this yeah because it was a weird it's not that it wasn't done well because i think it was done about as good as that kind right. of technology it can was be an done. unnecessary flex it was an unnecessary <laughs> flex and and i also say like the young carrie fisher looked better at the end for some reason mm-hmm. but also still was unsettling and weird. very uncanny valley because yeah. it looked like yeah it looked like a video game cutscene right. of carrie fisher yes. as opposed to carrie yes. fisher and i also and also it's weird because other movies have done stuff very similar to this and it's been more believable because like Captain America, the first Avenger, uh-huh. is just Chris Evans' face yeah. on, like, a little a guy. small guy, yeah. And, and uh, same thing in, like, one of the later ones when they, like, go back and, like, oh, look, it's t- teenage Robert Downey Jr. Uh-huh. And it looks fine. And yeah, it's still a little, like, huh? Even, like, in the social network, when they have Army Hammer playing the, the stupid twins. Oh, right. <laughs> It's his face That's right. on the, and, like, it looks fine. Yeah. And why does it look so weird? Right. Like, I don't know what they did. And, like, the Captain Marvel new trailers, you've, you've uh-huh. see, you see young Samuel L. Jackson, yeah, young Clark young, Gregg, yeah. and they look pretty fine. Right. And I'm like, why did Grand Moff Tarkin look so uncanny valley? Yeah. And is that just a Star Wars thing where they can't help it? Maybe. Like, when they do CGI I, stuff, they just kind of can't like help it? I like they're CG, which, like, I, it wouldn't necessarily be unique to Star Wars because, like, ILM is used for, like, every movie, I feel like. But, like, they're... Uh, it feels like their CG doesn't have like gravity to it. Yeah, it like, just like feels... the, the principle, the physical principle of gravity. You know, yeah, like yeah. stuff feels kind of jelly. I it don't does. know. It does. It looks shiny and jelly. It wasn't Jar Jar. It wasn't Jar Jar. Which another thing I didn't talk about in episode one that I or about episode one that uh-huh. uh, I thought that I thought about after the fact <laughs> was in watching the behind the scenes stuff back when that's what I used to do because you know. You had DVDs no behind the scenes, and uh, I didn't have anything else to do. I didn't have mm-hmm. video games. What was I going to do? And um, <laughs> it was a very disheartening thing to think about after the fact. But the actor who played Jar Jar, whose name I can't remember right now, but oh, they had him because they weren't sure if they were going to do CG just, or uh-huh. like, uh, you know, mocap. Right. And so they had him like in the scenes. Yeah. In a dumb little Jar Jar suit. Right. With like a little Jar Jar head. Yeah, like a head above his head. And then. Didn't end up using any of it and just entirely CGI'd him. Yeah. And I was like, what a bummer yeah. to be that actor. Right. And be like, oh, yeah, I put so much. We had so much fun. Like I did a lot of like I did a lot of work to uh, really embody this character. Yeah. And then you see the finished product and you're like, 
That's me? That's not me at yeah. all. Yeah. And they might have told them beforehand. But it's like, what a fucking yeah. bummer. Yeah. I, Jeez Louise. Anyway. Um, so... <sighs> So it has it has these aspects that are definitely very Star Wars. I, yeah, I would say anything about here's here's a statement. Maybe is this a this is a good? I have a I have a, I have a thesis, and okay, we could maybe we, should we go to the Starlight Pit first? Break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, uh, how Star Wars is it, heads? We need to give our people a name because we're That's a true. terrible, horrible how podcast. How Star Wars is it? His sweet. His sweet. Hey, his <laughs> <laughs> when I've abbreviated it in some of my like documents and stuff, HSWII, it looks like there's something called HSW, and this is like the second like II. We are so, the sequel to HSW. Hey, Swiss, we're gonna take a quick break because we gotta keep the lights on. We gotta keep those lights on. <laughs> we're like Motel Six. We gotta get our credits. No, in- no disintegrations. No disintegrations. No disintegrations. <laughs> We'll come up with more like brand eventually. integrations. Ooh. We'll be right back with more. How Star <laughs> Wars is it? Okay, we're back. We're back. What a fun break. What a fun break. You and a buy good that product. product. Yeah, um, use it or okay. buy it or whatever. Eat it, maybe. I don't As know. promised, my thesis for this okay. movie, in particular, in relevance to our podcast. Yes. The parts of this movie that I didn't like are are points for how Star Wars it is. Yes. The parts of this movie that I did like are points against how Star Wars it is. Yes. The the sort of murky subtlety uh, is uh, there is some subtlety Which, yes, among I, the no. heroes. Here's among the this heroes, is a really there is. cool part of this movie. Um I and I've just learned a lot recently. I I my day job I work in museum design and we are doing a, some design for a Holocaust museum nearby. Oh, the hologram one? Uh that that's the one. Yeah, that's we're cool. not doing that, but it's right. it's part of that museum. Um, and uh, this is funny side note is that I have no idea what Mike does at work, and we've talked about this before. Like I don't know what Mike's job is, and I don't want to know. (laughs) This this particular part of the exhibit is about. um, And in fact, have you seen the movie Defiance with Daniel Craig and Leah Schreiber? It's from like two thousand eight. Oh, that sounds so familiar. I don't think it was necessarily like a great movie. It didn't make a big splash. I don't think, but it was like it was really great in terms of prepping me for the content we're going to like deliver in this museum because it's about. Um, Jews during World War II, during like the, the toward the end of the Holocaust, um, who were escaped uh, mm. ghettos, uh, banding together as these. Uh, and, and in our in our video recap, we watched of Rogue One of Saw Guerrera and his people. They called partisans. Oh that yeah. There there were different like fighting groups like hiding in the forests in like Eastern Europe, just like taken out. Like, like fucking Nazis. Yeah. That's, which is and, dope as hell. And a lot of them were um, military or former military or military sure. adjacent from like Russia, but weren't like state sponsored. But some of them were just like escaped Jews um, who like took up arms uh, or just like hid and like created like a civilization in the forest. Anyway, the point of saying that is they in fought with one another. Like mm. uh, Jews in ghettos would say to each other, like you, if, if you escape and and we are counted and there are fewer of us we will be punished for it so like they fought against one another right. of like what was the best way to resist which like rogue one does that which is right. cool which like, is realistic which is very war like the mon mothma bail organa camp of like we're a resistance we're a rebellion we have to we're, be like, smart being very political and very um like make our moves whenever they are yeah. safe moves and sagarer was like we gotta if we see a bad guy we gotta shoot him yeah we and, gotta yeah whatever chance we can take we take it now yeah and then like the rogue crew 
like which, sort of let's like just go ahead and sparked. go through their names again. Yeah, we got uh, we got Jen Erso. We yeah. got which okay, I like I like I like Felicity Jones. I think Jen Erso as a character is suffers from what we talked about the protagonist blandness uh-huh. a little bit. Cassian Andor, what's his deal? No idea. No, yeah, he he seems cool though. Yeah. He's kind of gritty. K two S O love a robot. You know I love a robot. Mm-hmm. BB eight all the day. Love Alan Tudyk. And he's like a dick. He's like a like, dick. He's, he's kind of cool. like, and he's like, I love a reprogrammed robot. Yeah. That's like, ooh, this used to be a bad guy, that's but fun. now he's cool. It's super fun. But also, I don't think he got enough to do in this movie. Uh-uh. We got uh, Ch- Chirrut Imwe, mm-hmm. um, uh, and that's and okay, Chirrut Imwe and Baze Malbus, who are like the sort of uh, definitely old married couple of like the cool like martial artist and like a uh, mercenary guy. Fun characters. Yeah. Love their designs. Yeah. Also, don't didn't get enough to do, I don't think. No, yeah, nobody has enough to do. It's like um There's a lot of it's Ocean's like, Eleven, yes, but it's everybody like, is like doing their business off screen. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we're gonna build a team. Yeah. And then it is a cool team. Right. With cool character designs, but also I don't know, but also none of them get enough to do that. I'm gonna remember their names, right? And then or also, even what they, it, what purpose it was they served, right? Why like, were they you there? Could, you could not be home from having just gone to the theater to see this movie and be like, wait, I'm. Who was the explosions <clears throat> expert? Who did yeah, anything? Like, and like you saw Guerrero, who sort of starts the whole thing, and mm-hmm. then Bodie Rook, Rook, who mm-hmm. sort of is end up ends up being a part of it, kind of because uh, yeah. he has to be, but. Yeah, cool characters. Once yeah. again, these designs came out, and especially for, especially I think Chirrut Inway and Baze Malbus yeah. have very neat character designs. Yes. And also sort of expand the world of Star Wars in some cool ways. Right. With the idea that, like, there are sort of sects that are devoted to the Force or, like, this. Uh, that, that aren't Jedi. That aren't Jedi. Yeah. And can also tap into it in very cool ways. Yes. Um, and that was dope. Like, That's that, that really fight, cool. That fight scene, whenever he's, like, mm-hmm. you know, when Chirrut Inway is just kicking ass. Yeah. Uh, when they first, I think, are, like, experiencing yes. the insurgency stuff. Very good. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, but also, not very Star Wars. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, uh, not very Star Wars. That That is a cool, like, reveal and, like, playing playing the same world with a little bit different rules is kind of Star Wars. But, well, like... Well, so, so, like we just said earlier, blowing up something small and then giving us <laughs> answers we didn't necessarily need is very Star Wars. Right. But then, like... Somehow, also, expanding a world in a cool way yeah, and giving us some, like, interesting things that we weren't necessarily asking but are, like, kind of, like, the idea that, like, oh, yeah, there's this guy and he's blind and he also is sort of part of this, like, kind of religion kind of, like, group that, like, are Force-sensitive and they have their own little way. Like, that the fact that they gave us sort of lore yeah. about something that we that had no precedence <laughs> this was not related to any other character right that's not very not star very wars. star wars yeah no truly, <laughs> like everything like, has to be related to something interesting else. or inventive about this movie is kind of anti-star wars and anything that's very star wars is sort of like eh. yeah the star um, the star wars stuff leaves stuff to be desired yeah and the anti-star wars stuff is pretty cool yeah um but there also, are no lightsabers no, well, that's not true. Darth Vader's in the end. Oh God, yeah, fuck, You're right. I forgot about that. Okay, Which also yeah. is a really cool sequence in the movie. Man, every tr- I I I'm gonna just end up saying this the rest of the episode. Everything that was very Star Wars was like, eh, and everything that wasn't was cool. Yes, so th- that is a cool sequence where he's just kicking ass or whatever. But like, there's so much like fan service in this movie. The fact yeah. that we see Panda Baba and Doctor Evazan from the Mos Eisley Cantina <laughs> for like a second is like. Okay. Did we need that? Like the the reused footage from the original Star Wars of the Red Squadron, like of yeah. this is Red Leader. No, 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 no. Like that was kind of cool. That is but it was cool. just like fan jerk off. It is like, a little bit. I will say that ending sequence with Darth Vader mm-hmm. uh just destroying people was very cool. Uh, but 
but did not really fit into the movie, Mm-mm. in my opinion, because it was possibly the coolest sequence, maybe, um, and was very terrifying. Right. Uh, but also created this sort of like, wait, the, the sort of climax of the movie just happened, um, where like, you know, they won. Yeah. But now we have to sort of just see Darth Vader kicking butt for a second. Yeah. And then, then it ends. Right. And so it's sort of like, hey, the client, like we see Jin and like Cassie and like die, like everyone's dying. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh. And it's like, but don't worry, we're going to watch Darth Vader. And I, when I, after I saw the movie, I was like, I would watch an entire, because it was shot like a horror movie. That scene mm-hmm. was like shot like, and like, I would watch a oh. movie where people were Dude, running from Darth Vader. Totally, That would be dope Speaking as hell. Speaking of, have you seen the trailer for this like Superman movie? That's a horror movie. It's not actually Superman. It's, it's, it, uh, but it's, it's basically like, what if Superman were a horror movie? No. And, and what's like, it called? Do I don't know? remember. Um, it looks sick. I'm let's look it up. Okay. Cause that sounds dope. Um, but yes, no, I agree with you. Like but it didn't there are fit. no. And, and I know and also, that there were a lot of yeah. reshoots in this movie and like the edit was kind of like put together. Like, I feel like there is a version of this movie that like might have been more cohesive. Um, who was? Do we know? Was there an original? Who was who directed this? Do you know? I don't. Remember. I'm gonna look it up. Um, yeah, there. I think. I think there's a, a version. Well, that's the thing. Is this? It, it, like we said, this is. This is. <laughs> this is a chili that got turned into a casserole. Yeah, it's but like... it wasn't necessarily supposed to be a casserole, and so parts of it taste good. The parts of it are kind of burnt. Yeah. And, and then there are some parts that were intended to be put into a casserole, but not a chili. Yes. Like, so it's just, it's just inconsistent. And, uh, yeah, like, like you said, like you said, they're the parts that are Star Wars are leave a lot to be desired. And the yeah. parts that aren't Star Wars are pretty cool, but yeah. also not the best. But, but once again, we're not talking about good or bad. No. We're just rating it as Star Wars wise. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Okay. okay, okay. It, it feels like, like a role-playing game or a video game or a comic. It feels like a lot of that expanded yeah. universe stuff that, like... It, um, yeah, it feels like this that is... That is Star Wars. Yes. But... Uh, it does feel like a like a path I could have taken in a in a uh, Star Wars video game, yeah. role-playing game. You right. know, It feels like there was maybe multiple choices, and this was, like, sort of the weird winding path that I took yeah. when I played it. And, um, and it yeah. just, like... Uh, I think I think we said this about Phantom Menace. A Phantom Menace was like, <laughs> one of regardless many, one of, many. of if it was like good or bad, it was at least like fun. Yeah, kind of like. And this movie, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess there are Star Wars movies that aren't fun that are quintessentially Star Wars. But like, like Empire Strikes Back is a fun movie, but it's like bleak. And this had some bleakness, yeah. but like. It was just sort of like I I left going like oh, God I'm gonna end up seeing this again you yeah, know like, and I don't necessarily like, want to yeah like I know I'll probably come to the theater again and I like that sounds like a whole day well <laughs> it, it, the weird so the weird thing okay the weird thing that I think we're running into is the fact that this movie is like weirdly sort of fifty fifty Star Wars yeah and 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 the fact that that makes it less enjoyable on both accounts. Yeah. Because it's like Christian rock music oh, that makes God. Christianity yes. and rock music worse. Yes. It's like Oh my god. <laughs> it's it's like that and the fact that like this Star Wars movie did something cool and tried to be a war movie. Yeah. But didn't exactly hit 100% of war yeah. movie, but also didn't exactly hit 100% Star Wars. Right. So it's sort of uh, this weird half and half gray area to where it's not entirely enjoyable in either way. Right. Um, so, like, were we doing our other podcast that we have weekly, which I do insist that you check out how Toby Mac is it? <laughs> This would get a high score. Is that yeah. a Christian rock guy? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he was in DC Talk. 
Okay. Toby Mac and the Mac is back no slap on a DC track. That's chat. I must stop. Um. Yeah, you must. <laughs> Um, you know what's there's, funny too real quick there's I, I, this is a plug for po- another podcast that I'm not on but there's a podcast called Good Christian Fun uh-huh. and uh, it's a pretty good podcast but basically it's these two like LA based uh, comedian writer people who I guess are still Christians but they like uh, have guests on to analyze like Christian pop culture oh, from like man. the past few decades yeah. and one of the one of their uh, one of their recurring segments is trying to find the worst Christian song of all time <laughs> <laughs> and for a long time uh, Mood Rings by Reliant K held the uh, oh boy which is a bad song I don't know it specifically but I know Reliant one K one of the uh, lines is or the chorus is like we should make emotional girls all wear mood rings oh boy and that's a real song I think they still play at concerts as like 35 year old men who okay uh, this this had to have been done by someone and it caught on. No one. This isn't something that is inherent to, you know. What, you close your eyes when you sneeze. You have to do that. Yeah. Like that. You you didn't like see that in a movie and you're no. copying it. This is not that. What is this? <laughs> I, for listeners, I'm like Mike facing just put up. His... My my face is up toward the heavens and my eyes are closed and my right hand is up by my head, like in, in sort when, of in sort of a classic Hillsong yeah, praise like you're position. To to our God is an awesome God and like you just can't <laughs> help it, but dude, yes, someone did that and then someone copied it. Right? Well, I I, I, I don't know because I think are you that, compelled to do well, that? Well, <laughs> I, I think there's multiple things because when you pray, you close your eyes sometimes, uh-huh. right? And so there's the idea, and there's also the idea that God is up in heaven. Yeah. And so I think it's a weird combo of like I'm feeling spiritual and also uh, uh, sacred, mm-hmm. and so I must like I'm in my own thing. And then when you get two hands up, it's a little bit up, like yes, work, bitch. It's like yes, <laughs> yes, yes, Christ. There's and, and like I I remember I remember when I was like a teen uh-huh. in the church and seeing people kind of very, and sometimes I'd be like. Pfft. So performative. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just doing that because mm-hmm. they want people to think they're really into it. Yeah. Because I never really got that into it. Yes. Which I realized. I'm the same way. Which I realized was, uh, you know, just a part of my personality. Yeah. And goes into a whole a whole other sort of sure. ideas that I have about well, why certain people are affected by religion more than others uh-huh. and by spiritual things. Right. Like, I've never seen a ghost. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. I ever will. And I also. I know, remember that being very alienating to me in like youth group of like, yes. what am I not getting? Yeah. And like am there I were. A fucking idiots. There were times. <laughs> there were times we go to like a big church camp or whatever where I'd be like, you know, then it'd get me. Yeah. Because there's that sort of. Just like community. That, yeah. That, that yeah. group mind yeah. like cult. Uh, not cult, but uh, what's it? The mob mentality. Yes. We were like, fuck yeah, Chris Tomlin. Yeah, 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 and like yeah. both hands are in the air. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, uh, this also, has been Our God is an awesome God Christ Corner. is such a good song. It is good. Um, oh, man. But, uh, like, so many key changes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Just big, like... <laughs> Rich Mullins is who wrote that, and Rich Mullins mm-hmm. is, like, actually a Christian uh, singer that mm-hmm. I actually like his songs, but he also died tragically like a car wreck or something. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, what we're saying is Rogue One is sort of Christian It's sort rock. of a Christ narrative. And it is Christian rock in a lot of ways. Um, that's a really interesting, you know, like we've we've said. Oh, the reason I brought that up was because there was one of the songs they did was because it was a Toby Mac, Stephen oh, Curtis uh, Chapman uh-huh. joint where Stephen Curtis Chapman is like trying to do a rap song and he's like, well, that's not who I am. And then Toby Mac is like, let me teach you how to rap. And it's oh, very bad. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's um, Christian rock. Okay, yeah. And, and I would say. Christian Rock, which will be a future episode, clearly, <laughs> is not very Star Wars. No, I don't think it is in a lot for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Mostly because it is a un, an unsuccessful collage. Yeah. You know, here's another thing that I think is kinda not very Star Wars, which is very weird and ironic. War. 
Yeah, it's right there in the name. <laughs> sure, like the Battlefront games. There's a lot of like things in the Star Wars universe that you see war happening. But like, like we said in an earlier episode, there's a lot less like battle fighting that you see, and a lot more just like sneaking around in costumes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yes. There it's, was no. Well, I guess this was a lot of sneaking around. It's, but yeah, like the Star Wars, the Star Wars should be. Pink Panther. Yeah. And there was, uh, yeah, you know what? I take it back. There was some sneaking around in Rogue One. There, there is some story. sneaking around, but it is sneaking around with more of a, we are on a stealth uh, war mission. Yeah. As, as opposed, opposed to, to like, like, we took a guy's we put on some It's costumes. like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, you went that way. <laughs> oh, luckily he was the right size. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Um, you know, I, yeah, it's, even it, the title, it says, it's called Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It's like the title is saying, you. no, it's Star Wars. It is Star Wars. Well, and, and okay. So some of my favorite books that I read of the Star Wars, uh-huh. like extended, yeah. is it extended or expanded? I expanded. can't remember. I keep seeing extended like a fucking idiot. Legends. Yes, expanded so. universe. Some of my favorite ones were uh, series that followed like different squadrons. Yes. Uh, like I think there was a Rogue Squadron. The Rogue one. Squadron. And then Wraith the, like, Squadron. So Rogue one is like it, they made that code name in the right. movie because it was like a cute little thing. Yes. But then Rogue Squadron became the thing. It, it's Which, what it was like. Yeah, wedge led. Yeah. It was dope as hell. And then yeah. there was like a sort of offshoot. It was called Wraith Squadron. It was kind of like mm. this weird B team uh, mm-hmm. of like more um, covert ops, and they were great. And so when when this movie was being teased, at first I thought it was going to be something cool, Whoa, like awesome. like that of a. Um, following a squadron uh-huh. of like fucking X-wing fighters or right. whatever, which I think would be very cool, a very mm-hmm. cool movie, um, or maybe a cool a cooler TV show because I think there's a lot yeah. of which honestly this could have been a cool TV show because totally. you have a lot of you have a lot of interesting characters right. with cool designs whose names I don't remember yeah. because none of them got enough screen time yeah. for them to make any impression. I liked Star Wars Rebels the cartoon from i've TV seen show. i haven't seen all of it but and, what i and have seen is very good it took place in this same world in fact they make some rebels references in rogue one you yeah, see the canon, droid chopper right? at one yeah. point and you hear them mention um captain syndula or maybe they even call it general syndula and and um i'm blanking on her first name but one of the main characters in the sort of like family of rebels is syndula yeah and um, it's it, it is that it's an interesting it's an interesting setting to put yeah. a star wars story in. yeah but I think it once again suffers from the fact that they blew up something small that we didn't necessarily need the answers to. And also the answers they gave us made it kind of worse. Made it a little worse. Yeah. Which is kind of Star Wars. Which is pretty Star Wars. I, I think you're right. I think we're at the sort of 50, 50 mark. I, should we maybe go to closing thoughts? Do we want to do a quick, we can go to another ad real quick and then closing thoughts. And do you have a game? Uh huh. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, we'll do another. We'll go back to the Starlight Pit because I'm not done yet. Yeah, I want to get digested. We'll take another quick break, and we'll be back with more. Got to get up. Star Wars, Wars is it? Okay, closing thoughts. Time for our closing thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. This well, is Star Wars. Is it? This week. This week. What's like, a, like? Can we call them like younglings? No, I like younglings. younglings kind of oh fun. man. That may, and I won't tell you because it'll be a fun surprise, but I have a really fun game that I haven't written yet, but it's, okay. uh, it's for the future. His um, His okay, sweeties. so we're going to do our closing thoughts. Hisweeties. Hisweeties. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Um, okay, his We're closing up. We've we've said the same thing over and fucking over on this episode, so let's just get to let's it. Just what's get our to scores? It. I, oh, okay. what's our score out of? Yeah, our score. Uh... Fuck. What are those, like, what's that, like, gray guy who is what? in this movie? Oh, uh, what great guy? What do you mean? I'm gonna look it up. Uh, uh, rogue. I feel like I want to be. Gray um, guy. I want to be. Uh, 
I'm gonna, so my my score is going to be out of um, Forrest Whitaker's weird um, asthma machine. Okay. Um, yeah. So Saw Gerrera's. Oh, that's something I meant to say earlier that is very Star Wars about this movie. Uh, guy with breathing problems. That's true. Darth Vader, General Grievous, now Saw Gerrera. <laughs> yeah, so this mine's going to be out of Saw Gerrera's um, sleep apnea machine. What? What is it? Who is it? <laughs> yeah, that little guy. <laughs> There's this, like, like, berserker, like, fucking lizard guy. What's his name? Do you have a uh, name? Is there a name? Yeah, I'm working on it. Uh... All of our dozens and dozens of fans at home are like... They're like, it's this guy! Screaming. You know or who maybe, I'm talking about, though, don't maybe you? Maybe I'll be... Um, oh, Admiral... No, I don't know. Maybe... Forrest Whitaker's... Pretty, yeah, well, yeah, we'll keep it there. Saw Guerrero's sleep apnea machine. Meet the creatures and droids in Rogue One, entertainmentweekly.com. This is so good So you're going to be Saw Guerrero's breathing machine. Yes. Um, and I will be this guy when I figure out his name, but we can get to the thoughts <laughs> while this website is loading up. Okay, so my, I think I'm going to go, ahead and I'll just go ahead and say mine. Uh, I think the fact that we sort of, we sort of touched on it, that's sort of 50-50 Star Wars, I think is pretty indicative of what my uh, sort of rating is going to be. Yeah. Because I think it's, uh, it just feels like it's half Star Wars. So I think I'm, I'm floating between like, I'm like, I want to say five out of 10, but I almost want to go even lower than that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I don't think I'm going to, I think it's a five out of 10. I think it is. I think it's just half Star Wars. It is a, it is 50, 50. Like we said before, it's five out of 10 Sagarera sleep apnea machine. Wow. Wow. Five out of 10. Yeah. Uh, uh, right across the plate. It's even. just half and half. It's 50, yeah. 50. So I, I agree with this, this notion that it is kind of a half and half thing. Um, and boy, I'm still having bad luck on this thing. Here's an image of it, but I can't blow it up. big. Enough. Oh, here we go. The species is a Drabatan. <laughs> And uh, this particular one's name is Paudoc Drabatacat. Uh, so mine's going to be out of Drabatans. Out of Drabatans. Um, I get it. I hear you on your 5 out of 10. Um, uh, I have a hard time, just because it has the name Star Wars in it, giving it anything lower than, like, a 6. Sure. Because I'm going to give it that edge. Uh, was it chilly? Not quite. It was sort of like a runny casserole, like you said, but it had a lot of chili components in it. Yeah. Uh, boy, oh boy, I um, make a make a call. My my hesitance here is not in in making it a call. I'm gonna call it six out of ten drabatans. My hesitance is why the fuck are we doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> because the people I like, need to know. I really like. I feel like I I care and that it matters. <laughs> I know every time we talk about it, it is like it is. It does feel vital. Like it feels yeah. like it feels like we're it feels like we're doing something important. It's so stupid. And that we're talking about something like that needs to be talked about. That like yeah. people out there are like wondering. They're right. like, we just wish we knew. Yeah. What's how Star Wars how things? How those were. two boys think about. And fucking... yeah, every time we do. It, we're like this one will be fast and then it's like we've yeah, talked about 45 minutes for like it. yeah dumb, we slave one I, that's <laughs> um okay so yeah i say six out of ten drab i say five out of ten uh see i already forgot it's sleep fucking machines. Name. <laughs> it's all like it was right in front of me <laughs> and it immediately left my yeah, brain like yeah. my brain refuses to remember these names because yeah. it knows it's so unimportant yeah it knows even in the movie that it's unimportant right because you know when like, you watch yeah, a, they're gonna die you know when you watch a movie <laughs> okay that was it, that was the other thing that uh, I was like laughing at about people who saw Rogue One when they were like, 
oh, it was so sad. Everyone died. And I was like, yeah, you fucking no idiot. shit. Do you like, remember any of them in any of the yes, other movies? Yes. I was like, okay, do you remember? You've, uh, presumably, you've seen the original trilogy. Yeah. Do you remember Jin Erso? Right. Or any of these guys? Because don't you think that if they succeeded on this mission, yeah. they and well, they did succeed, but don't you think if they had survived, right. they would have been a pretty integral part of the, of rebellion, the rebellion after that? Yeah, I know. I And also, it's a war movie. Everyone, okay. di- people die in more movies. Yeah, and most of the time, everyone dies in more right. movies, except for like one person, maybe. Right. So, like the fact that the fact that that surprised people made me, I don't know, mm-hmm. really wonder about the sort of intelligence of the movie going audience mm-hmm. in in the U.S. Right. Uh, <sighs> whatever. Well, uh, <laughs> sweeties, we're we're uh, gearing up here Ha-sweeties. for our final That's our, segment. What's our game this week? Um, this is I I. I have a bunch that I'm working on that are who said it kind of games, uh, quote, okay. quote games. This whose is line not is one it? of them. Maybe we could call it like, whose line is it anyway? <laughs> we could do that. Um, this, however, is not one of them. Okay, so, okay. Hasweeties, look forward to, in the future, the game that we made up. Called Whose Line, whose line is, is It, it Anyway? anyway. Um, this one is called, oh, I came up with it. Oh, yay. <laughs> okay. This name, this game is called Sebulba or Solglimtar. Uh, which Sebulba we all know we is know, a pod we, racing We all know and love Sebulba. is a name of a collection of furniture and <laughs> outer outdoor things uh, that are a Chinese New Year theme at IKEA. Oh God! The premise here is I'm gonna name I'm gonna say a thing, and you're gonna say if it was a pod racer on the Bunta Eve Classic that Anakin Skywalker ends up winning in episode one or if it is something from ikea great this is gonna be (laughs) bonus points if you can name what the thing is from ikea okay here's an easy one okay anakin skywalker (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna say that one's a pod racer okay you are correct Woo! um (laughs) i'm probably not gonna read all of these but um clegg holdfast i'm gonna say that's from ikea that is a pod racer. No, <laughs> the first one. It's because the it's because the way you read it. Clegg. Made yeah, it, you were, I, I you put were like, some like you were put some like Swedish Scandinavian stank yeah. on it. Damn it! Fuck. Um. Okay. Oh god. Uh, Odie Mandrell. IKEA. That's also a pod Damn racer. Damn it. <laughs> um, God Morgan Odense. Okay, that's IKEA. <laughs> now, do you know what it is? Say it again. God Morgan Odensvik. I feel like that's maybe like a Morgan? maybe like a ottoman uh, it's a sink cabinet with two drawers <laughs> that's way off uh-huh. way off uh one sandage that's a pod racer that is a pod racer okay. hemnes scott Viken. see that sounds so ikea because yeah. of the scott Viken, uh-huh. but i also don't trust myself anymore and i don't <laughs> trust you what well, say it again hemnes scott Viken. Or Scott Vicen. Is that IKEA? Know. That's IKEA. Okay. That is a sink cabinet with four drawers. <laughs> oh, so it's a, the slight, the slight difference. And you said these are all Chinese New, New Year. No, uh, that was just that name. Sol Glimtar sounded sort of like. Sol oh Lola, yeah. Okay. And so I gotcha. It was just a dumb pull. Dud Bolt. Fuck. That could be either so easily. <laughs> oh my god. That's a pod racer. That's a pod racer. Okay. That could that could so easily be an IKEA thing. <laughs> totally. This is a good game. <laughs> hey, someone make a separator for this, and everyone just play this game. It's a, this. This should just be a podcast. This could be a podcast by itself. Uh, um, Alvin Kvist. Fuck, dude. Say it again. Alvin Kvist. 
Ikea. Yeah, that's a duvet uh, cover and pillowcases. <laughs> it's like a set. Which really, weirdly, was also a Padre, so just a duvet cover right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, duvet pa- cover is one. Mahonic. <laughs> Padre, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm getting better at this game. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mars Guo. Pod racer. Yeah, there's a pod racer in a space movie named Mars. That's very lazy. George. Um, okay, give um, me a few more. Alemans Rotten. <laughs> Ikea. Yeah, and do you know what they are? Say it again. Alemans Rotten. Or I'll, I'll, you know, I, I, uh, I, they're okay. placemats. They're the meatballs. Really? That they have there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ikea. Yeah, it is a pot with a lid. Ivor circle or Evor circle. The word circle is makes me think it's, it's not C-I-R-K-E-L. Ikea. C-I-R-K-E-L. Oh, well, now that could be. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I shouldn't have asked the spelling. It's a pot racer. It is a rug with high Damn pile it! from Ikea. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I have I have uh, one more here. Okay, hit me. Stuva Frittids. Oh, God. That's a pot racer. That is a loft bed with four Fuck! drawers Fuck! and two doors. I was like really good in the middle of this game, and I immediately lost yeah. it. Fuck. I mean, Stuva Frittids may also be a pod racer. Stuva Frittids. He wasn't at the booty. Right. It sounds like what Sebulba is saying when he's speaking like Hutties. Stuva Frittid Duck Skywalker. Yeah. Like, jeez oh, Man, oh, man. There are, there's some other pod racers in there, but those are the only Ikea ones that I had. So All those right, are just well, pod racers. Um, ben Quadraneros, uh, Alder Bidu, nice. Bido. Hope you played along at home. I hope you and did. kept score. Yeah. Comment, uh, rate, and subscribe, and comment on this episode with what you got score-wise. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. And Say, hi, my name is blank. I'm a Hasweety. And I'm and a Hasweety. on the game, Sebulba or Soul Glimtar, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I scored this many out of this many. I got zero out of 12 or whatever. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's speaking of rating and reviewing, mm. whatever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, go rate and review, especially if you're listening on iTunes, because that's mm-hmm. the one that people find out about that's my dog find out about the most um and if you if you want us to give you a shout out if you rate yeah. five stars in your review uh mention your review that you want us to shout you out with your name and stuff and yeah <gasps> oh no oh my dog it's a barking dog red chill we'll out we'll shout you out is the end of we'll that shout pod. you out yeah and if you have a suggestion of what you would like us to rate of how star wars it is you can email us at a good podcast at, at gmail.com gmail. which we forgot to mention last episode we did but yes, uh, can you open the door for yeah. it? Yeah. So uh, I'll go ahead and do some plugs while Mike yeah. opens the door for my dog since she's barking like a maniac. So a good podcast at gmail.com is our contact info. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I don't tweet very often, but if you uh, read, what's going on? Ruining the podcast. No, it's cute. It's like a cute <laughs> it's, thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's very cute. So if you, um, but I mean, if you tweet me, I'll definitely reply to you. And uh, I have my projects that I'm doing sort of listed up there. If you want to check out more stuff that I'm, I have going on, I'm in a musical coming up here in Chicago. We have me and Mike's music improv team as well. That's doing a run at IO. And Mike is. Uh, I on have a... I have stuff too. Yeah, Anarchy is the music improv thing we do together. Um, but you can go find and, them on social media. Yeah, as well. Anarchy has a as a Instagram. Yes. Um, I my name is Mike Gospel on Twitter. I also don't tweet all that much. Oh, yeah. Did but... I say my handle? It's at the Josiah Man. Oh, right. I the forgot. Josiah Man. Which doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um, I'm on a improv team at the IO Theater uh, here in Chicago called Gideon. Uh... Named after the Bible character. Yeah, the character. Um, <laughs> you can, uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, by the time this releases, I'll have updated my Twitter bio so that it says the shit I do. Sure. Um, 
there's also I also have some musical projects or not musical but some music projects I'm in a band uh, some other stuff have some solo shit and once again you can find all that on my Twitter yeah so go check it out yeah uh, is there anything else um, no, I think we're done kind of with our firsts. Right. From now, we can do anything. We can do anything. We might do more Star Wars movies, of course. And um, we are going to, yeah, we're going to do more movies. We're going to expand into, I would love to do some books, mm-hmm. some legend stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and or also, any books, we got to do, or any you book, know? you know, Pride and Precious. You ever read the Westing game? Like in no. grade school? <laughs> do you ever read the Hunger Games? Sure. Those are Star pretty Wars. Star Wars. Um, anyway. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we also when these come when this comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this will be this episode or whatever, but we'll post about it. But we're gonna try to be at C two E two, or at least one of us will be. Yeah, I'll be there for sure. Yeah. We're not doing our podcast there or anything. No, but <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be there. That Mike's day, gonna be there. And I have a performance there. That we're day. gonna have some uh, cards. So go yeah. find Mike. Say hi. I might be there just because I like to go to that convention kind of shit <laughs> and uh, I'm a fucking nerd one time I went the, the first time I went to C2E2 I no 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 the second okay yeah C2E2 stories yeah the first time I went to C2E2 was the first year I was in Chicago I went by myself because I didn't have any friends yet <laughs> and a lot of my favorite comic book writers and artists were going to be there and so I brought like a backpack full of comics I wanted to get signed and I pretty much got all of them signed <laughs> and uh, I got one signed by Stan Lee and like Dan Slott and all these it was great but Going to a convention by yourself is fucking depressing. Oh boy! And because uh, I didn't, I was standing in line by myself all day, just like on my phone, like looking around. I didn't really have money to buy anything. I was just doing, getting signings and going to a couple panels. And I also, like, I got, I, I, my phone was dying, and I was trying to leave the convention center, and, like, got lost, mm. and ended up, uh, like, in, mm. in an area with no exit that was like outside, and I couldn't figure out where to go yeah and my phone was dead and i just had like a huge panic attack <laughs> and just like cried outside in mccormick like place by myself new to the city like yeah no idea what i was doing and was just like sitting there like <laughs> looking for an outlet like to charge my phone it was awful and then the second time i went i bought like i went with uh, alex richmond mm-hmm. and uh we met up and walked through artist alley and we were both like we're just gonna buy a little bit of things, <laughs> and then I ended up buying like almost two hundred dollars worth of art, and I was like, "I this is a I, this is irresponsible." This was a mistake, <laughs> and I still have it, and I don't have enough room for it. I just have, and guess how many of them are of BB eight? <laughs> oh, uh, a percentage, percentage. I would say eighty. That's pretty BB accurate. 80. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Anyway, come see come see you check us out. Anyway, yeah, we or meet are us. We're not going to be there. Uh, wrapping up. Uh, thanks so much for listening, sweeties. Yeah, sweeties. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to stick. I don't know if it'll stick, but we'll <laughs> I think see. We'll forget about it. By we'll the probably next forget episode. about it. I hope I forget about the Sarlacc pit for the oh, money yes. thing, but whatever. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks and for listening. as always, may, may the, the fourth, fourth be with you. Bye bye. Bye.